I want to thank you guys for sh- joining us tonight. Would that I could not be so emotional. We're talking about Jerstora Shrugged, the penultimate episode ever of Grimm here on AfterBuzz TV. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> I'm no! sorry, yeah. I mask with I mask pain with humor. <laughs> How yeah. woo. No, I'm, I'm also very pr- I'm also unabs- I am I am unjustifiably proud of that intro that I came up with five seconds ago. Okay. Because yes, uh, mask pain with humor. That was not humor. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us on the Grim <laughs> After Show on Afterbuzz TV. I'm your host, Zach Wilson. You can Find me on Twitter and Instagram at ThatZachWilson. There's a lot to talk about tonight, and we have a fantastic panel to help us do it. Yell Teagle. Hello, I'm Yell Teagle. I'm everywhere at Yell Teagle. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. And I am in the chat with you all for everyone who has been here for the last hour chatting away. Thank <laughs> you. Tari Miller. Hi, I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me at Tari J. T-A-U-R-I. J-A-Y. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Uh, let's dive into this episode. What was the episode called? Jerstor Shrug. <laughs> what was it again? Jerstor Shrug. I only have a few uh, more episodes of being allowed to do this. I know. And by a few, I mean one. <laughs> <laughs> well, two, because we're just starting yes. this one. Yes. Um, the, the, the opening quote this week. You will break them with a rod. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where's it from? Uh, it's a psalm. It's from the Bible. Oh. Okay. Uh, the, rest of the, the rest of the quote uh, is filled out. Uh, you will break them with a rod of iron. You will dash them to pieces like pottery. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Grimaniac in the chat has given you a phonetic spelling. Oh. <laughs> I'm not... No, don't read it. I like the way you butcher it. How bad did I do? Though the phonetic they, I pronounced it the way they pronounced really it on the show. It's fine. It's fine. They say well, your store on the show. Yes. I will... They have a little flair to it, though. Zestora. It, <laughs> yeah. It's like destroyer. So it's like Zestroya. Zestroya. Oh, nice. Thank you. I like that. Okay. Moving on. No? Oh, we're going to wait for you to... No, keep saying it. Zestora. Is it Zestora? That's what the phonetic is. I feel like the phonetic was Zestora. Harder. Because you have to be able to do the T-S sound. All right, whatever. Let's talk about this episode. Okay. Wow, we have one... Like, this is the... Only one episode of Grimm left ever... And that hurts to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, like, this is how I w- want to send us off if we're yes. going to send us off. Um, so, again, like, this is why I'm, like, I'm glad they know that, like, we're going out. The writers knew it when they wrote these episodes. It wasn't like, well, we got to wait to see what NBC says. So, like, to be continued? Ex- like, question mark? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, no, it's like this is meant to be the end. So they're, like... Just going at it. 
uh, all the books, <laughs> they're just like, all the books that we've never read, we're going to read them now. <laughs> I really love the way, I, this sounds terrible, especially with how this episode ended. I really love the way, though, that we're going out. We're being true to the characters. We're being true to the story. We're making it all make sense, kind of. We're, like, throwing in one-liners to tie things up. You know, Trouble's back. Black Claw has been defeated. The war is over. Great. We can move on now. We're going back to the cabin. Clip show. (laughs) Great. We know where we're going and where it came from. Yeah, we're bookending the series with this this cabin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I like how high stakes it's become. Mm -hmm. Uh, We we have a very formidable foe. I feel like... All our previous foes have been very, like, human and and not, like... Defeatable? Guess, yeah, they've been very defeatable. Mm-hmm. Um, with The closest we've come to undefeatable was Bonaparte, and he was essentially uh, stabbed from... He was backstabbed. Um, he was also defeated by a child. He wasn't yes. sort of it. He was literally backstabbed. Yes. <laughs> um, so I, I feel like now we actually have a definitive threat, which I yeah. like. I agree. Um, yeah, I mean, this is supposed to be, like, the ultimate big bad, and he feels that way. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, like, something, like, he, like the way that uh, uh, guest star Will Traval, uh, who's fun to see. Yeah. Yeah, for Yell especially. Especially the way he entered the world. <laughs> uh, Will Traval, who, if, uh, if you couldn't quite place him, uh, was on Jessica Jones. Season and is one. Uh, currently um, appearing on Once Upon a Time. Oh, yeah? Yes. Ooh. Interesting. Yes. <laughs> I like him better here. Because oh, yeah. he wears less better clothes why. here? That is exactly why. <laughs> I mean, I, I, we know how I loved him on Jessica Jones. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you. He also knows how I loved him on Jessica yeah. Jones. Yep. Yeah. When uh, he became a rage machine. Nope, just before that. <laughs> uh, yeah, he did a fantastic job on Jessica Jones, mm-hmm. um, and we got to interview him on that show. He was a, he was a, he was just a really nice guy. Yeah, um, you can check out that interview on After the Rest TV's Jessica Jones After Show. Uh, but uh, he he also I think he did a great job on this. Like he oh, didn't have a yes. ton to do, but he like the way that he carried himself like through like. It, it was an interesting take. It was like not something I expected, uh, but it also makes complete sense at the yeah. same time. That like that, and I don't, I'm just saying it how I want to say it. So Grammaniac and phonetic like <laughs> pronunciation people. I'm sorry, your store. Yeah, um, skull guy. Yeah, the way he uh, carries himself, he comes through. Of course, he's just like gonna kill people, right? Like whatever. But like the fact that he doesn't speak. English at all, I but love does this that. like this mimicking thing to like just yell back at people? Like mm-hmm. he's just trying to pick up what is happening. It's my favorite part of the episode, and it yeah. makes me giggle so hard. <laughs> just seeing him stand there very stoically and shouting, "Watch out! Are you drunk?" <laughs> That's so funny. Well, like you, I mean, the thing is, this guy has never like who is he had who is he conversed with. Right. In millennia. Yeah. Absolutely. And he's never been, or he hasn't been on this world. Yeah. Yes. In however long. Yeah. I mean, I guess the only way he can, like, see into this world is to look through the the mirror. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, it's just, like, the Vessen that, like, die and come to that dimension. Yeah. And they're all insane, basically. Yeah. Yeah, because he, like, do you think that he 
so like it looks like he has the ability to make to force them to Vogue. Do you think that was his like he's intentionally making Vess in Vogue? What makes you say that? Uh, when he waves the his staff at uh, Eve, so, she full Vogue. So we saw in uh, last episode the way it ended. It looked like he was forcing her to Vogue. Yeah. This episode, it looked like she was voguing to protect Nick, and then did her what seems to be in that world only power, which is dust. Right. <laughs> um, so I don't think he forced her to Vogue. I think that she was defending her and Nick. Interesting. Yeah. Um, in that first sequence. I think his power is whatever he can do with the staff. And I don't think he can force people to Vogue. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that the environment itself is what forces people mm-hmm. to Vogue. That's why before they had even met him, she had started to be forced uh, into her Vogue state. Because uh, it's kind of like uh, Monroe was saying that the world, like in this world, Vesson are essentially plagued by a, a burning fire inside, which I think is what is causing them to Vogue. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Eve used Whirlwind. It's not very effective. <laughs> well done. Yeah. Well done. No. Uh, it was a Pokemon reference. I got it. Thank you. Um, uh, it was sort of effective. They escaped for a moment. <laughs> It's it distracted. The, the, yeah, the uh, it's, the portal stayed open a little longer than <laughs> they wanted it to. Yeah. Yep. I was gonna say something from the chat. Oh, what is the chat? What is the chat thinking about? Uh, uh, half naked Will Travall. Uh Well, Tiana says I appreciate shirtless Fridays. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> hey, shirtless Fridays for everyone. Uh, Mart says Skull Guy in human form looks so sexy. These are things from the chat, not from Yell's mouth. <laughs> oh my god! The, the Mart GC said. Anyway, it, not me. Um, That's I, true. it was cool that like we're so we we set up like a little bit more of what this what this other world is, um, mm-hmm. sort of like what we had already like assumed it was. It's it is more or less hell. Um, it is like sort of the thing that people were trying to describe when they described hell. Kind of, but it was in the garden that may or may not be the Garden of Eden. Yeah. And, like, biblically, gonna get real Sunday school here, Uh in Hebrew, the term for heaven is Garden of Eden. So it's kind of an afterlife that is both, I think. Yeah. Yeah. If we're going in a biblical sense. And the show seems to want to go real biblical. Well... There's some fun that, that like uh, theories that I have uh, that the, uh, some Vessen origins from <laughs> this, uh, but not just Vessen origins, but in this world, I think ev- like human origins too. Mm-hmm. Like the way that this is set up is if it's the, they're impl- they're saying that it's the Garden of Eden. So right. and like we see his staff turn into a snake. So it, so my immediate thought is that Jostorer was the snake. Once upon a time. Oh, so I took his staff turning into a snake, since we're so close to Passover, yes. was Moses. Because they'd said that the staff was Moses. It could have been Moses' staff. And it could have been, um, name other people's staffs, uh, um, the picture yes. from David and Goliath. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, and they say been, that... But so, the like, I didn't take it as him being the snake, because he was still there. I took it as, because Moses' staff, staff does turn into a snake. You're welcome. Right. Happy well, Passover. No, no, no. Not that. Not. Uh, you. Not you, that he like his staff was the snake, but like I think he fulfills 
the, the role. role of the snake in the story of Adam and Eve. I see. Interesting. Because um, the snake in like certain retellings is Satan. Right. Um, yes, I have heard that. Uh, so I think that that's like that's where the, they're they're crossing is that like this is where uh, humans and Vesson alike began life, mm-hmm. and it was not the it was not the uh, maybe they started out pure and then like once they got down the path of like corruption they maybe it was maybe it was two humans and then uh once they got down the path of corruption on the part of Jerstor that's when they started to become vet types of vessin ah. um and then like you, i can imagine like that the uh the grim sort of evolved as like protectors of the walking meat what an interesting prediction that you have come up with that you think they're going to explain in the last episode. I don't think they're going to explain. This is just how you're taking it. This is like, no, I'm just, this is my interpretation. Okay. I don't think they need to explain anymore. I, I'm, I, I love that they gave us this much because I can, I'm trying to fill in the gaps here. With non-canon. Head canon. Right. Okay. Uh, is more accurate. <laughs> okay. I'm just having fun here, yo. yeah. You have Stop fun with the shirts. Buzz, you have fun with the shirts coming off. I'm gonna have fun Here's nerding out on Bible Here's reference. Here's the difference. <laughs> Mine happens on the show. <laughs> right? I didn't make up the fact that he came out of the mirror completely naked and that he wears his pants real low. Wait, that didn't happen. I was like, what? what? <laughs> um, I, but like, that's the, that's what I took from it. And so like that sort of uh, just like sets up like what it is that like where, where Vesson came from and what uh, this guy represents. If he is, if he's coming from what is simultaneously heaven, hell and the garden of Eden, mm-hmm. he is here to bring on the end of days. Uh, this is sorry, really quick. The sister Graham says it's based on fairy tales. Uh, and those have to have a happy ending. And I want to point out these are based off the grim fairy tales, yeah, which, which do not have a happy ending. Yeah, oh, absolutely not. Yeah. Um, I so there. Can I let's can we run through the the proposed storyline of where this this guy came from? So it it makes it they make it seem like he originally was on our plane, yes, um, and he had this staff, and the staff was part of like. Like who? This there's no intersection between this guy and the staff until uh, it's separated and he re. No. Okay. So, so what that, they, clarify that. Okay. For me. So what they had said was that the the theory they're going with. Yeah. That's I think the best part about it is that they're like here are all these theories we don't know what's true. Yeah. Is that this staff was passed down right? So um, Abraham had it, Moses had it, David had it when he defeated Goliath. It was left to the descendants. Um, and it was it went missing when the temple was destroyed, right? Um, which I should know more about. But it was destroyed. It went missing. <laughs> I believe that is the point where it intersects with him. He is the one we are assuming took it. Okay. Something happened. The Crusaders, I'm gonna guess, are part of the destroying of it and make it different pieces. Yes. And then he somehow got everything. Got trapped over on his side. And all he's missing is the one missing piece. Yeah, so maybe the, the seven Grimm's, uh, the seven Grimm, like, knights, mm-hmm. um, were able to save, like, one piece. And that's why, or maybe they just found the one piece. Like, maybe it was that it was scattered and it was the only piece left on this side. 
I was actually thinking it might be that they had hid all of the pieces and to keep, to make sure it was never fulfilled that he had the whole thing, only one piece they all had keys to it. Right? So, like, they scattered a bunch of pieces. Right. And he may or may not have found all of them. But to guarantee that he would never find all of them, they just had to keep one piece safe. Maybe. Interesting. The, yeah. the, it, it, it begs the question of, like, again, like, why, if, like, there must be a purpose to being able to access it at all. Because if the idea is that this rod should never be complete again, mm-hmm. they seal that thing to a point where only these seven keys can get into it. So theoretically, they could have sealed it in a way where nothing could ever open it. Well, yeah. I think it's also the only thing that can probably defeat it. Right. Oh, so maybe the only so potentially the only way that they will be able to defeat your store, mm-hmm. like, is to get the the staff from him. Yeah. Right, or to to use this one piece to destroy him somehow, destroy yeah. the destroyer. Right. Um, it is that is it is cool. Like we to, so we have our answer at least to like what the stick is. It bit like historically, kind um, of. It, I, it well, it's the staff of Moses among other things. Well, I mean, yeah. they also said it could be. Um, what were the other ones? Well, uh, <clears throat> a bunch of other things, and but in it, it's implied that those were all the same staff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, like, throughout history, people kept finding or passing the staff along, and it was recorded throughout history doing different miracles. And so, like, the pieces that I'm really, like, that are still outstanding for me is, like, the origins of <coughs> um, of Zestroya, and also... Um, a whole different name. <laughs> Zestroya. Um, anyway. Zestroya. Um, Skullface. And also, um, like, it feels like they were implying that the original Seven Grims may have used this piece of the stick to do, like, good things. And that's why we originally got on the cloth, like, it was something like blessings and danger. So, miracles. Like, I think. Miracles and, and danger. So, like, they were using that power and eventually, like, you know... Uh, locked it away so no one person could have that that kind of power. Is it? But, is it oh, sorry. Oh, no, get, go ahead. Uh, is it possible that the Grims that buried it didn't even know what it, the entire story behind what it was? That they only knew that like because we even before we knew what it was, it was already causing pro- like blessings and problems. It caused right. caused Nick to go a little crazy, right? Uh, and those like blowing people back who tried to take it from Nick. Yeah. So there is, like, a dark side just to this, this sliver of the staff. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I just, I, I think I want, and I'm not sure if in the next episode, uh, once uh, Skullface learns English, he's going to be like, here is my origin, and here is the timeline <laughs> yeah. of my existence. But I, I think I would just want a little bit more on that. Yeah, I think they gave us such a vague answer this week. Like, it could be any of these things. That's all you're getting. And I think that that's... I think it's good enough. And I think that's okay. Oh, that's all I needed. Because, like, the thing is, they... they impl- well, yeah, because you came up with a whole head cannon. <laughs> well, <laughs> that was my explanation of the other side. Um, the, stab, the stab is the whole other thing. So the Now big let me go into my extreme theories about that. No, the just, big complaint about your pronunciation... Is that you're skipping the first R. It's Zer, they think, or Zer. I'm saying the first R. Well, that's what I keep being told to tell you. 
Zerstoyer. Do you want me to say it that way, chat? God, no. <laughs> anyway. Zerstoyer. <laughs> Skull face. Skull face. Oh, no, his plan. So we think that he's coming right for the staff. Sorry, I'm jumping. I'm taking the ship. Yeah. Um, okay. And, and, and we know that he's coming for his child, Brad, who has that nightmare. Obviously a nightmare, right? Yes. Okay. At no point did you think he found them magically? I mean, that'd be cool, though. Um... I mean, no, I was, I mean, I was pretty sure it was too, that was too quick. But also he was back in skull face form because she doesn't know what he looks like in sexy human form. Right. And I think that once she does, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> well, like, I, I'll take some of yeah, that. Yeah, like, yes, let's two get years married. Old. <laughs> Child Brad, let's do it. <laughs> um, I mean, we have to, like, at some point I think he, he would have to vogue on this side, right? Yeah, he vogued, he vogued in, in, the, the, in the end. Yeah, yeah. so like. Yeah, he does it at some point. Um, yeah. Either way, but yeah, this uh, the implication. Like, um, I think it, it's good that like Diana is finally scared for the first time. Yeah, this was her best acting the entire time she's been on the show because she actually <laughs> emoted rather than "Daddy, I want pancakes." Well, yeah, I Daddy, mean... I'm gonna throw this man around. Daddy, tuck me in. <laughs> That's all she's had to be is yeah. either like an expository piece or just something to bring a little bit of creepy levity. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we get to see her like have more layers, which I actually really like. And I, I kind of wish we got a little bit earlier, but like now that we have it, I'm enjoying it. Um, I like that she brings up that she thinks that he wants Kelly too. That's oh, yeah. interesting. I mean, uh, do you guys have any theories on why, like, what his what he wants Kelly for? No, because my whole <laughs> problem is this girl. He's here. He's gonna find me, girl. You are a child. Why are we trusting her? What does she know? She's a She's child. She's known yeah. everything so far. That's not the point. Well, I think that <laughs> I think that's exactly the point. <laughs> yeah, um, I think that Kelly. Uh, if if we're getting into like child bride stuff, I think child sacrifices the next piece Ooh. in that, like, in order to open the uh, the gateway, they needed the blood of a uh, of a hexen beast, and in order for him to come back through, they needed the blood, blood of a grim. Kelly has both of those things. <gasps> oh. Love it. Yeah. Great. Well. So smart. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes and no. Okay. He is the blood of a zauber beast, which, uh, they, which uh, Adeline specified does not work on the mirror. Kelly. But- Yes, Kelly is a Zauber based. So because he's the I'm just, I'm son just saying, of a hexabase. They made a right. point to, to 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 they made a point in this episode that they are distinct from but each other. But just to uh keep his theory plausible. Yeah. Um Diana has the blood of a hexen beast. Um, but Kelly, Kelly has, has a grim, which yeah. can help pass over. So, like, she can open the portal, but maybe they can't go through yeah. without... So, regardless, the two of them as a set would right. work the same way. Yeah! <laughs> yes! Um, I helped. Thank you. Yeah, no, that's a... G- just like us. That's a great set. point. Uh... <laughs> wait, wait, which one am I? Um, you're Kelly. No, wait, you're Diana. You're definitely Diana. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? Um... I'm an innocent baby. Oh, that does make sense. <laughs> what does that make me? Your butt. Zerstor. <laughs> I'm Zerstor in this yes. scenario. Um, oh, man. Boy. Uh, oh, it's going to get weird then. Uh-huh. Uh, 
Uh, you know, I had such a when's good... When's the wedding, you two? Stop. I had a good... <laughs> um, I had a good prediction and I lost it. Yeah? What did I tell you at home? <laughs> um, but anyway, so like... Um, as they go through, they're like they, uh, they're high. They hide Diana at the cabin from the very first episode of Grimm ever, back in the pilot, the Big Bad Wolf storyline. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looked. I, I enjoyed the reference. I think we could have done it a little less like heavy-handed with like, look at this clip. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it because it. Was- we're going to go back to the cabin. Remember the cabin? Season one, episode one, clip show. I loved it. I thought that was so fun. Um, and you had mentioned uh, when we were watching, basically they're like, let's put our daughter in this room where they put a kidnapped oh, yes. girl. I finally got my SVU uh, Grim <laughs> crossover because they put Diana in the room where a girl had been held captive <laughs> yeah. by a pervert. So good. <laughs> crossover. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh my god um, Diana's I like Nick's dodging of Diana's question that's a pretty bed what happened to the girl that was there no he was like did, some, did someone live here not for long <laughs> no uh, <laughs> so good we made it for you it, it, it was six years in the making, but it's, it's I, just for you. I just love the idea that his thought was, where can I put them? Oh, that has like a child's room that no one will ever find. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's, that's where you take her. I, um, speaking of the cabin, though, uh, can we also talk about that that conversation between Nick Adelin and Renard where he's like, yeah, me and Nick decided that we didn't want you to have the keys. And she's like, man... That was before we all had babies together. Yeah. <laughs> that was such a great moment. I love this whole, like, when Diana's freaking out and she has her mom and her dad and then stepdaddy Nick is there and then we get her to the cabin and we have these, like, this is this is very clearly an amazing, like, family unit and they're gonna raise some beautiful kids together uh-huh. and I see a future. There's a, like... They're gonna raise some scary kids to get like scary powerful kids <laughs> Not together. With my prediction that I just remember. Uh oh. Um Well, we've been predicting the whole episode. Yeah. <laughs> I like that the, the music that. keeps like We rrr, don't need that rrr. sound cue. Um I think that the way things will work out in saving Diana is that she will end up powerless. Or that everyone will oh. end up powerless. Like everyone in the group, or are you talking about everyone, everyone? I think everyone at some point. I think the way this whole battle will end will remove all people's powers. Like um, in the world? All Yes, all Vesson will become human. Got it. And you're on board with my crazy predictions. Well, the way that, but it's the it solves it because then one, like, his powers are useless, but two, he doesn't need her because she's just some kid. And three, the raising of Diana will never be an issue of how do we tell her she can't do something when she's murdering people. Yeah. It brings her back to childhood and gives us a, like, conclusive storyline where this family unit can Yeah. Well, we have seen that uh, Eve's power is gone. Um, She went to the other side, a hex and beast, and came back human. Yeah. Yeah, which... Is again why my theory, and she's devastated by that. But I wonder if it's if it's the 
if it if you have to go to the other side to do that. Well, I mean, uh, taking uh, just kind of bringing back their Schrodinger's thing that they did last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, one thing that they had mentioned was that in the Schrodinger example, like both uh, both worlds have to ex- like both worlds essentially have to become one at some point. So if we combine my theory that he opens up a big portal, then that portal will be the two worlds colliding, which will then take away... Oh, to, um, like, strip the world's powers. Yeah. Interesting. Nice. That is a cool... That it would be a cool way for it to be a cause. I like that a lot, actually. Um, I... Eve's losing of her powers was... Like, I, I wanted to hear how she felt. They, like, gave her a moment. She looked like she was, like, upset about it. They're like, are you okay? And she's like, I don't know. That was the last we heard of it, and I think that's the last we're going to hear of it. I think we're not going to give um, her any time. But I also went, well, now you're just, like, kind of a useless <laughs> team member. Cause, yeah, because now, like, what? She can fight, but this guy has a magic staff and, like, doesn't do hand-to-hand combat. <laughs> She's kind of useless to us right now. I mean, she's also smart. Like she—that's true. She'll be able to like help them strategize and go in there. Like, don't forget, like she's not, she can't. She was tra- still trained by HW to fight Vesson. Yeah. Um. So like, she may not be as good like on the ground as she was, but she'll still be, I think, a help to the team. Yes, and she reads the, real fast. She does read real fast. The prediction of whether she'll make it through the last episode. I think the idea of her sacrificing herself is still very much on the table. Yeah. Well, that's funny. At this point, I went, well, <laughs> she's useless. Um, one other thing I liked about that specific moment as well is when she, like, looks at Nick and goes, we're all different from who we used to be. Kind of, like, furthering, putting that last nail in the coffin of being like, even though I'm not a hexen beast, we're never going to be together again. Ever. Ever. I mean, were people still concerned? Um, I mean, there's always a chance, especially now that she's not a Hexen Beast anymore. I Yeah, no, it was never a concern to me that they were going to get back, especially after last episode, where, like, it was, it's yeah. been stated over and over again, they're not getting back together. Right. And this episode, I so I've loved Eve. She's yeah. been amazing. Mm-hmm. And at this point... She is, you're right, she's a great researcher and she's great, like, um, home team, Overwatch type of person. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nice reference. Thank you. <laughs> Arrow, for those who didn't catch it. I'd also accept Oracle, but go on. Yes. All right, let's keep... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, all right. <laughs> oh, Stark hit in the chat said, why didn't Nick lose his powers? Maybe he did. Uh, well, it could be partially that. Well, we uh, that's fair. We don't know that. Yeah. Um, but I, Nick's also lost his powers before, so I think he knows. Uh, the difference between them. I mean, it could just be that it could be that Grimms are affected differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be that Eve's powers were. Uh, I, I don't know if artificial is the right word, but sure. created as opposed to Nick's, which were natural. But we yeah. also don't know, right? Because when he did lose his powers, he didn't know until. People vogued and he didn't see them at um, the Monrosely wedding. Uh, remember, he didn't know. Uh, that yeah, that's I guess that's true. So, um, I wouldn't he know though from no because she didn't hearing know. like his, his grim hearing would go away. Yeah, but I don't, she didn't know that her powers were gone until 
Diana pointed out that something was different. He would have known in this episode, though, because Adeline vogues in front of him. That's fair. To do the magic powder. Yeah, so, like, he would have been like, why aren't you changing? Like, I feel like at that moment, he would be like, why are you doing that weird thing with your head and not voguing? Um, The so funny when Diana goes, fairies aren't real. (laughs) <laughs> hilarious we're in a world where we have werewolves and we have fairy like creatures yeah, and the literal devil yeah and your parents are, <laughs> are skull creature witches like fairies aren't real That's yeah i wanted silly. to go like hold on we've definitely encountered fairy vessin this season we didn't have mm, no we didn't have fairies no. this season yeah we did um the uh the midnight uh, midsummer night's dream episode he wasn't a fairy he was a cupid yeah, yeah, they were imps. A little different. I guess. I I, in my head, they're fairies. Um, There's a type of fairy. Sorry, we don't cover fae uh, mythology this here. This isn't Lost Girl. Yeah, so we only do biblical mythology <laughs> and oh grim mythology. Nice. Guys. Um, no, we also do, like, vague, uh, vague, I think it was, um, what was the Aslan? Aswang? Aswang. What was that one? Uh, Filipino? Yeah. yeah. Like, we only do vague other cultures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't do fey. <laughs> All right. Anyway. <laughs> um, yes? Uh, we got to talk about the, the ending. Oh, yeah? I'm ready. Are you guys ready? Chat, I'm are ready. you guys ready? Are you emotionally ready to talk about this? Well, Amanda says if we clap loud enough, fairies will be real on Griff. Ah. No, 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 no. Thank you, studio audience. (laughs) Turn it off, studio audience. Studio audience, we want to hear you. Yes. Clap your hands. Put your hands together. They're very quiet. Okay. (laughs) They Um, hate fairies, too. uh, Did I or did I not call it? Uh, what well, I forget exactly what you said. I may have not actually said it on the show. I think we did. I called the deaths of Hank and Wu before the season ended. I don't remember. Like we predicted a lot of things. So <laughs> I like, said a lot of garbage here. <laughs> I think I saw somebody who was like, "Zach, your prediction came true," and I was just like, "Which one?" Yeah, that was not helpful. Um. um yeah. But, like, so he goes in the police station, uh, like, kills a bunch of cops, and, like, after they chase him back to the station, Hank and Wu in pursuit, mm. and even, like, Wu Vogues tries to, like, go at him with his prime, his uh, primal ape. Uh, Neander Wu! Neander Wu! Loved Neander Wu. La- Neander Wu's last stand. Yeah. Uh, he More gets, like Neander yeah. Boo. Am I right, guys? Oh, Am I, I right, Chet? I really Am loved I right? okay. that um, that both Hank and Wu went out badass, yeah. right? Like, it wasn't a waste of a death. It wasn't a mistake. It wasn't a stray bullet. It was... <laughs> that was a good hundred yes. reference. Um, it was worth it. They were fighting. They were defending. They were doing what they do best. He was Neander Woo all the way. Uh-huh. Uh, and he got stabbed. Yeah. Ugh. I don't think that's how staffs work. It has a, it's a, sharp, it's a sharp splintered end, you know? And yeah, also I mean... All the magics. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm willing to accept that, this, that his giant staff could... Or even just, like, the power that he has sure. behind his hand, yeah. like, could thrust it through a person. The question that everyone uh, keeps asking is 
will Nick save them with the stick? And I was thinking about it. He had the stick on him. Yeah. Um, but because the one thing he's been told is to keep the stick away from uh, Skullface was he couldn't bring it out and show them. He couldn't save them because he was there. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, it's very dangerous to reveal that he has it. Right. Uh, and it has been confirmed by Vanessa that I did predict their deaths. Ah, oh, hooray! <laughs> <laughs> okay. I demand uh, an episode number and time code. Hey. <laughs> we need uh, proof. Um, no, but I mean, it was devastating to... It was. Def- I mean, these were the characters that we've had yeah. since the beginning, like a lo- like as long as anybody. Yeah. Uh, especially Hank, who has been a primary character since being Wu was like a, a background, not like a just like a recurring. background actor, but he was like yeah, he was a recurring, just like came in to be sassy a little bit and then went away. But then he grew into a, a more like a regular character. Uh, but both like to lose both of them in just like rapid succession. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Oh. I could barely tweet it out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, but it was it was it was worth it. It was heartbreaking. It uh, means something to the show. Yeah. It also is just like it, again. This is finally like justifying like this guy's powerful. Like this is not like and I think they rush in that way because like they've gotten out of so like yeah like even scarier scraps. Like they've gotten out of like things that were way like more that felt way more threatening in the moment. Mm-hmm. But that's just this guy. Like you can't just bum rush. Zerstorer. Yeah. Um, My pronunciation is getting worse. <laughs> yep. There are a lot of people um, who are wondering if uh, Skullface knows that he has the stick or the, yeah, the stick because he has the like glowy part of his staff that we are assu- we're assuming was taking him to Diana, but now it seems is taking him to the stick. It's possible. Um, and I, I wonder. <laughs> do you yes. think, do you think the trouble came coming back new like do you think that she's like done the research and figured out what the stick was because she went for the stick first like she checked Mm. there was no one there and then she went for the stick immediately no i feel like she was just she was super out of the loop as much as renard was out of the loop she was about at that same place Mm -hmm. because like she came in being like every everyone's gone where's the stick and they had to kind of get her up to speed as far as like where all the history of the stick and and all that stuff. And she says she checked the loft, which we didn't see. So I assume she checked that, saw no one's been there, and then went looking for the stick to make sure that everyone was safe. I assume it was done in an order we didn't see. Um, Yeah, I was hoping, or uh, I wonder if she was hoping that there would be like a, a welcome back party. But it was all just drama. She's like, I was out fighting evil, and you guys. I, just... I solved the black claw problem. Yeah, you know, <laughs> single handedly. Yep. All the cells. Trouble's like, yeah, they just I, they sent me out. They're like, here's like eight cells. Can you can you take care of it? And I went, all right. Yeah. And then I went in there, and then the next day, and we could call no Eve, more black claw. No, all right, I'll do it myself. Mm, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um. I'm glad Trouble's back, because we're going to need all the help we can get. Which everyone is asking, maybe Bud will save the day. <laughs> that would be the best. Like, there's only like, there's only one way we know of to defeat your store. We have to refrigerate him. <laughs> Call Bud! <laughs> I would like to imagine that since he's a beaver vest and he, like, eats the stick, 
Oh. Uh, yeah. And he, like, he eats it, and he's, like, pulsing with power, and he's like, Bud, don't give a damn. <laughs> but, 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 but. And then, like, little sunglasses fall on his face. <laughs> I was actually thinking Bud would just come in and start talking him to death, and so, like, he'd be trying to assimilate his vocals and so try to, like, catch up, and it would make his head explode. Ah, oh, that'd be sweet. <laughs> Bud has so many skills. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, um... <laughs> All right. Uh, let, well, let's talk about like for, like obviously we've been mostly yeah. predicting this week, but let's let's predict for next week. Like, what are we? <laughs> what are we thinking? Like, as we go into who's gonna die next? The finale. I mean, that's Ugh. a part of it. Like, who? If like, do we think? Or I, I have. I think it's obviously safe to assume that we have not seen our last deaths. Really. Uh, yes. I mean, based on the promo, right? <laughs> yeah, based on the promo. Based on the promo, which is also like. I don't think you would put your big only deaths in the second to last. I think there's at least one big one coming. Yeah. So like, who's who we who do we have left on the table on the table like fighting this battle? Um, trouble. Right, right now we have trouble. We Eve. have Nick. We have Eve. We have Adeline. We have Monroe, Rosalie, Renard, Diana, and Kelly. And, yeah. Bud. And Bud. And Bud. <laughs> So we have ten people left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I um, imagine everyone talks and Bud just walks and goes, Hey, did you guys leave the town without me? What's happening? Where's everyone? What's going um, on? <laughs> I think there is a... I, I think Monroe and Rosalie will make it through. Um, <clears throat> How interesting that you think that. I mm. think that uh, <laughs> there's a good chance that Renard and Eve uh, both die. Do you think that Skull Guy will die? I think he. I like your prediction, and I think uh, I want. I, I think it's a good one that uh, they depower Vesson because mm-hmm. a very interesting way to wrap up Grimm yeah. is mm-hmm. that like there are no more powered people on Earth sure. at yeah. the end of this, and so I don't think he dies. I think he's just. Will Traval human like blonde man into Will's body forever? Um, yeah. That's where I think it, uh, I think it's going to end. Um, I'm going to read some of the predictions because people were guessing uh, deaths. So Ryan said Bud will die as well. No. Um, and he says Bud won't be in the finale. Um, Kiss Angel Love says hashtag Natalie Endgame even dead. Um, <laughs> You want them both to... They have two no, no. children to Even take care dead, of. Even dead, they'll be together, is what she's saying. She's not wishing them dead. Um, <laughs> and, oh, I'm just um, saying, like, does that, doesn't that that mean that, like... <laughs> she's saying, like, if one of them dies, they both die so they can be together. I'm yeah. like, you, you want to orphan these children? Yeah, yeah the whole family's well, dead. I would like to imagine that they die and then go to that other world and then, like, hop back through the portal and they're like, we're literally immortal now! Yeah, so... <laughs> That's the other thing that I do not believe we Good will address. Question. I don't think we will <laughs> address the um, the fact that our other world, the port, was initially brought on by death, and that I don't believe that everyone there is dead. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that. Um, Kendall in the chat says take out Eve and Renard. Um, Cynthia says prediction Eve and Renard bite it. Um, mm. Guys, let's not write so crudely. <laughs> um, they have yeah. teeth. And, um, yeah, so sad. Um, Trouble will win and become 
uh, aunt to Kelly, says Aww. Christine. I, this is also just one of those situations where I want to know where more grim are. Josh will return and save the day. <laughs> Josh! Yes. Josh and Bud. Josh and Bud the day. Um, with trouble. No, I think I predicted earlier that um, Nick will die and that um, Trouble will become the new Grimm and they will announce a spinoff called... Trouble, trouble in, in Paradise! paradise. Um, and the show will continue with the Trouble. Yeah. <laughs> and now Eve, who is her Overwatch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. But <laughs> I will watch that. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. In the preview, we were freeze-framing, <laughs> and it looks like Monroe uh, takes a, a harsh hit. Yeah. Takes a real harsh hit. No. Yeah. I didn't see anyone predict that. I didn't uh, see you predict that. Well, I was with you when we saw it. Yes. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, pred- I still, even so, I still predict the opposite. I still think he's, he's fine. Um, even Renard bite it gently in a blaze of glory. That's a less crude way of saying oh, that they bite great. it. Um, but uh, back to that, I think that Monroe is going to take a real, real bad hit and the stick will save him. Mm-hmm. Um, because I. I don't see this show, like I don't see Nataland leaving orphans, I don't see this show um, leaving uh, Monroe or Rosalie pregnant with triplets without <laughs> Monroe. Um, but I also yeah. uh, wanted to say, oh, I, oh, crap, it was really important. Oh, the the moments. We didn't talk about Nataland's I love you moments. And I know that we can't go on without talking about this because everyone will kill us. Is um, Madeline a thing? No, actually, they're not. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think anyone cares. Yeah. There's no fans of that ship yeah. at all. Um, yeah, no, it was, I mean, this was like, everyone's like, is there going to be Endgame? Of course they're going to. I think we've been watching this show. Endgame. Yeah. Yeah. I disagree. I think the next episode, okay. uh, the only way to, they're going to be like, the only way to defeat Destroya oh is for is the power of love, and so Nick will walk up to him, kiss him on the face, and then a big pulse will uh, <laughs> go out. It'll bring Hank and Wu back to life, and then they're going to fly up into the heavens as a couple. And then as they're going up, Nick will look into the camera and be like, "Natalie, what?" You, and then they're gonna uh, touch butts and leave. You had a prediction about Hank and Wu's <laughs> death. Uh, well, yeah, I, well, I wanted them to, I wanted uh, one of them to die in the other's arms and then them softly, like, wipe blood off the other's cheek and be like, I've always loved you. No, no, no woman was ever good enough for you. That's true. Um, Hank and Wu. And then, like, they would die in each other's arms. I like both, that. Both, like, stabbed through. <laughs> um, or, Steward, I wanted, if you will. Yeah, or I wanted Wu before he died to say some kind of dumb, sassy pun. Yeah. Like, he'd be like, more like, shish quoo bob. <laughs> I or did want to be like... <laughs> but um, but uh, I want to point out the, the quick moment that we did have with Natalind that he, you know, when he was leaving them to be taken care of, and he said goodbye, and he didn't kiss her. I was like, are you effing kidding me? And then she runs out to kiss him, and they have that passionate kiss outside. That was stupid. 
<laughs> no, they could. It needed to be Sean done. was right there. Yeah, but <laughs> Their Sean's, kids are both right yeah, there. And they need to see, first of all, that this whole situation is going to work. The kids need to see it's going to work. The kids need to feel safe and loved in their family. They need to see that these people are meant to be together. And Sean knows what's going on. He's not dumb. He knows that this is the new situation. I know. It's just... Well, let Natalie like have their privacy. But it wasn't their... like he asked her to come outside. It was like he's not going to kiss her goodbye where he might go die. Uh-huh. That's fair. He walked out and she had to chase after him. What, yeah. what kind of man is that? He he, he was... wanted the drama the dramatic moment. Yeah, he was Han soloing <laughs> her. Yeah. <laughs> he he wanted her to call after him. <laughs> I know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, I think that that is going to do it for today's after show. No, because if we stop talking about Grimm now, that means we have one episode left. No. All right. I guess we're going the whole week. Yeah. yeah. Switch out those recorders. <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, we will be back. Next week, same time. Same time. We're back at five p.m. Right? Okay. We're gonna be back. Well, next week's a very busy weekend. WonderCon is in town, and there's gonna be a lot of fun. Like Yell's gonna be down there doing a lot of fun interviews. Yeah, girl, I I will be back for this. Yeah. Um, If you guys are going to be at WonderCon, uh, let us know. I'll be there Saturday, um, at the very least. Uh, So. Send us a note on Twitter. Like, let's, let's, if Grim fans need to commiserate after Friday when we're all going to be devastated. That's true. Uh, then find us. Uh, so Absolutely. So we can all uh, be together. Uh, please don't tweet us spoilers on Friday. I work very late on Fridays, and we live on the West Coast. There's mm-hmm. a good four or five hours before, after you guys see it, before I can watch it. Uh, just going to say that. Sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> I will be watching it on Thursday uh, and tweeting spoilers at Zach. Yeah, me too. Wait, <laughs> what? We're going to talk after this. Uh, uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, you can find me, Zach Wilson, on Twitter and Instagram at that Zach Wilson, T-H-A-T-Z-A-C-H-W-I-L-S-O-N. Uh, also, be sure to check out, um, I just did... Uh, with our sister network, uh, Black Hollywood Live, the Iron Fist after show with Joelle Monique, uh, Andrew Mena, and Rick Hong. Uh, we binged that series, and we have now covered the entire thing, and you can see our coverage of it over on BHL's YouTube channel. I'm Yell Teagle. You can find me everywhere at Yell Teagle. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. That's right. If you are at WonderCon next weekend, you best come say hello. Um, also, thank you for joining me in the chat. I'm here on other shows such as Switched, as Bur- Switched at Birth for the <laughs> final season, uh, Legion for the final episode, um, and SVU is back. Yep, Yay! Those are shows. Those are our shows. Uh, I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me at Tari J. That's T-U-R-I-J-A-Y. You can also find me here at AfterBuzz TV on the ABTV DC Slate on CW. I'm on The Flash, Supergirl, Arrow, uh, and sometimes on Legends. Who knows? (laughs) All right, guys. This has been the Grim After Show's penultimate episode. We'll be back next week with the finale. Thanks for geeking out with us. Thanks for geeking out with us. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.